Thank you for tuning in to the best parenting show on the internet. Post Daily Dose. Hey, good afternoon, Facebook family. Welcome to another episode of Post Daily Dose with me, your trusted parenting advisor, faithful guide, and servant on the healing journey. What's my name? Big Papa Brian Post. Hope you guys are doing fantastic. Happy freaking fabulous Friday. Freaking fabulous Friday. Freaking fabulous Friday, baby. Friday is here. And I hope you've had an amazing week. Hello there to you, Mimi. Just finished lunch with uh, one of my lovely moms and um, a great little um, seafood place in right in right as you enter Brookings. And I actually had a burger, and it was gorgeous. It was amazing. I think I want to talk to you guys today about when children misbehave. And the reason that makes me think about that, obviously, you know, kids, kids are kids, or kids are kids, kids are kids are doing always, always into something. But uh, I was on a video conference this morning, and um, before the video conference, I said, "Hey guys, two teen girls." I said, "Hey, I've got a video conference coming up because they were just getting wound, starting to get wound up for the morning." I said, I got a video conference coming up. need you guys to get somewhere and settle down, keep it down. And so they were like, well, can we go upstairs in your room? And I'm like, yeah, you can go up there. There's a TV up there, but there's also two air mattresses up there. And, you know, it's probably not the best situation because what do boys do with TV and with air mattresses and lots of pillows? Hello there, Ashley D. They're probably going to wrestle and have pillow fights. So anyway, 17-year-old stayed downstairs. The other three went upstairs. And so I'm in the middle of this this uh, this uh, video conference. And um, I heard them kind of escalating. So, you know, we're, we have this big, you know, it's two-story cabin here. And it's kind of a loft. And then there's the bedroom. So I, middle of this video conference, I'm like, hey, what would have meant, Jason. So he comes up, he comes out, and I'm like, you guys got to keep it down. I'm on my video conference. He's like, oh, okay, okay. So he goes back. Doing my video conference, doing my video conference, and all of a sudden, start escalating again. And so I say to the 17-year-old, would you go up there and get the three of them and have them come on the stairs so I can see them? And so he gets up, goes up there, and, you know, Jason comes, and... Colton comes and I'm like, hey, um, Colton, you come down here. Jay, you go to your little area right up here. And Dax, you go in the bedroom and uh, you can you can watch a Disney show. And so they all did it and it all got really quiet. And this is while I'm in the middle of a video conference. And so one of the parents asked me, what, you know, well, tell us explain explain kind of how the model works and i'm like well you're you're just really seeing it because my understanding is that children operate from a place of stress and that misbehavior comes from a place of stress and what you just heard me do is take responsibility for my kids what I didn't do is get mad at them and consequence them and threaten them and punish them because I realize 
that if I have three boys up in the bedroom unattended, they're probably going to wrestle, which means they're probably going to be stressed. Remember, excitement and stress come from the same part of the brain. So there's no difference. So if the boys are getting excited and peer physiology is equivalent to stress physiology. So you got three peers and they're excited and they're they're running around. Hey, they're Tom Smith and they're having fun and wrestling and everything. So they're going to get stressed. But here's what I understand. Misbehavior comes from a place of stress. Now, when you move outside of your window of tolerance, that's how it moves into dysregulation. But you can be experiencing stress within your window of tolerance. And they weren't. I would not say that that's even misbehavior. Nor would I have even said that they were dysregulated because they weren't. They were just having fun. They were doing what boys do. They were having a good time. But it's my responsibility to create emotional containment without creating more stress and creating more threat. So when I said, hey, the second time, why don't you go here, you go here, and you go back in there, what I'm actually doing is creating emotional containment. But I'm doing it from a place of understanding that if you get too activated, if you get too stressed, that's what's going to create a couple of things. Number one, that's what's going to drive the behavior. But number two, in times of stress, thinking becomes confused and distorted. And number three, in times of stress, your short-term memory is, is shut down. So what I explained to the... I'm looking up there because we've got a little bird's nest. Where's my hand at? I can't see my finger. Oh, we got a little bird's nest up there. Sometimes they... It's like barn swallows. Which are great, but sometimes you'll get a little baby bird peeking his little head over. So I thought maybe I had a studio, someone in my studio audience today, but no one in my studio audience today, just me and the wind chimes and giving homage to Mimi. So what I said to the to the parents is that the other thing is that when you're stressed, your short-term memory is shut off. As I said, so in the moment, what you guys just heard me do with those two, with those three boys is number one, I'm taking responsibility. Number two, I realize that they're stressed. They're not thinking clearly. Number three, I realize that their short-term memory is shut off and they're not even thinking about the fact that I'm down here on a video conference. They're up there having a freaking good time. I mean, they're, they're, it's, there's no, there's no ill intent. There's no, you know, ill will. There's no disobedience, defiance, or any of that kind of stuff that we might want to label it to make it feel threatening. It's these boys up there being stressed out, having a good time, short-term memory shut off. And as soon as I create a little emotional containment for them and just move them and just take responsibility for the scenario, realizing they're probably not going to be able to hang out there, you know, for any, any longer duration of time, then they come down and everything. I finish my video call and it's all good. That is easier said than done in almost every scenario. And principle is one where the, you view the children as coming from a place of stress. And number two, you have to view yourself as coming from a place of stress. It could have gotten really stressful on the video conference and, you know, these parents... Um, you know, listening to me and then at the same time having these kids, you know, elevating or escalating. And I've said to you guys before, when your kids escalate, you got to de-escalate. So you always have to be breathing. You always have to be taking those breaths. So 
just a little teaching opportunity that just comes up and it, you know I, I'm exceptionally blessed to be able to spend time with kids every single day and to spend time with parents every single day and and um, you know it's there's always we're always going through it you know even when you're not going through it you're going through it and when it's really bad that is not that does not mean it's bad I'm gonna say that again when it's really bad does not mean it's bad when it's really bad is when you have the greatest opportunity to create a breakthrough you just have to be willing to do something different in the midst of that really badness because your brain is going to keep wanting to do the same thing and expect a different result. We don't want to keep doing that. Then we're just reinforcing negative pathways. So hope that's helpful for you guys. Again, I hope you have a happy freaking fabulous Friday. Tom Smith, safe travels to you, buddy. We'll see you in a week or so. Hello there, Jason. Nice to see you, my friend. Remember, guys, in any given situation, we always have two choices. We can continue to react from our same blueprints of stress, fear, and overwhelm, or we can stop, we can slow down, take three to ten deep breaths, and choose love. And I hope you guys will always choose love as often as you possibly can. And when you can't, just take some deep breaths and just learn from it. Thank you so much, Denise. You're very welcome. All right, guys, Big Papa loves you. God bless. We'll see you on Monday.